0: So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome Welcome to to the the Memberships Memberships Mastermind Podcast. Podcast. Sazim had a question. Thank you. I appreciate (laughs) it. So the question I have is in regards to doing the challenges, I did a five-day Facebook video challenge about two years ago. The content is still totally great and viable for now, but it's a pre-recorded video. What are your thoughts on me reusing that? And can I somehow repurpose that and do a live component? Or is that not a good idea? And I have a pop-up group for that. It's been a long time since I've done anything much in that group, uh, like really actively. So would I continue to use that same pop-up group? I have about 250 people in that group right now. Good, job. So does Thank anyone you. want to chime yeah. in? Chime Feedback, oh, there's Heather. It goes back to what Paul said about, you know, I think it was Paul. Somebody said something, you know, about making sure you have people in there that have been there before, that have done it before, so that you've like kind of got all the hype and excitement going on to, to keep everybody energized and engaged. And as far as like pre-recorded videos, if your content is still relevant, like my challenge, there's a recorded video and a worksheet that I put in a unit for the day every morning, but then I go live every day so that I'm engaging with people. And like, they know I'm going live. There's an event created. They know what time to show up. So I think that you could always, and should always repurpose Mm -hmm. Mm pre-recorded content that's still relevant. Just make sure you have that live component to it so that you're still engaging. And if there's anything that you like missed or can update, because like, no matter what you think you've planned for in that recorded content, there's going to, something's going to come up that you didn't think of or that you didn't plan for you know so it's just another benefit of making sure that you go live every day fantastic thank you yes and I think exactly. cricket you had your hand well I was just going to add something along that is is how and it depends on how much content you have and then looking at it now does it look like it was recorded a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and one option if it does is to show it on your own screen through StreamYard or something where you can at least put overlays on it to show it make it relevance is key if people get on there and even though the content's good if they think this is something for two or three years ago from two or three years ago then they're not sure what they're going to get so if there's a way to make it look more current or is it too much that it's not worth just popping on and shooting out some quick videos with the same material but to where because technology has changed so much yes it's so easy to do things like this right I mean zoom was here three years ago but hardly anybody used it yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they were all Facebook lives, which I had, you know, uh, properly edited and everything. So they look really good. They're definitely, you call it, the only thing is my hair color is different now. <laughs> I have a lot more blonde in my hair. I have a lot of purple in the front, but I had a lot of blonde in my hair. That's the only thing that's different. So well, you can that... pop in and go, here's why this is still really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The life component I would very definitely do. So yeah. Awesome though. Thank you. I'd say as long as it's evergreen and it feels timeless and just piggybacking on what cricket said is that I've, I've bought in like, at least the challenge, is not a pay program, but I bought in the pay programs. Have you guys yeah. ever done this? And then you're like, this thing was shot in the nineties. Like, yeah. is this even yeah. relevant? Yeah. Like they got a flip phone. Like, hold on. <laughs> like they're saying, page me. My pager went off like, Oh man, I got ripped off. Even though the content technically is really good. There's that perceived value. And we just have a saying in, in general, it's like rarely is convenient effective, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times we're just always looking to skip steps and streamline so much to the point that we really don't reconsume the content to go, well, ah, really, I thought it was really good. But now that I look back on it, I've grown a lot since then I have new thought patterns since then. And you know, another, and as correctly like another hour, I could probably re-record this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And is it, is your messaging on point? Because right now in the world, things are a little different. No matter what industry you're in, like you could be yeah. talking to a whole different level of pain point and a whole different conversation than like six months ago. <laughs> like, could your content, even though it's good, could it be that much better and that much more relevant to your people if you did just pull the content and re-recorded it yeah. and freshened it up? Convenience isn't always effective, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. rarely is convenient effective. Yeah. And we just see that a lot. Like, oh, I whipped up a sales page. Oh, did you really whip up? a? It just took Melissa three weeks (laughs) to do our sales page. Uh, And I'm not telling you to do that one that long. (laughs) It was a pretty intense, you know, it's a higher price point, you know, membership. So, but to just give just some things need that type of attention. And you potentially could have a better conversion and opportunity if you were more relevant, like in timely and what's happening right now, it probably would... You guys have to understand, like in it, when you have a, what's considered a funnel, you have a lot of like back in the day before this all online thing. You know, when, when I own my real estate company, is like, okay, how many people am I going to contact? And then how many people that I contact are actually going to like have a conversation with? Yeah, and then how many how many of those people are going to be a lead? And how many leads are actually making an appointment? Do you guys, any of you know, been lived through this? And then how many appointments are actually a client? And then actually, how many sales do I have fall through, you know, before the end, you know? So it's like, you would know your numbers. You would know the numbers because then life becomes predictable and it also becomes duplicatable. So, when you know your numbers, and it's not the attractive thing, but it is really attractive when you see your bank account and you can control it. That's the attractive part of knowing your numbers. But when you know this, what happens is you're now in control. You see the metrics. So, what happens though is with funnels, the same thing. Because some of you think this funnel is like this solid device and like you put a whole bunch of people in, I get all these followers and then they're going to trickle out at the bottom. Now, some of you are not looking at your metrics from like, okay, can I make my ad better? Can I make my post better? Just this one word, I might get 10% more conversions on the front, which then would dramatically change my entire life on the back end of this. But then you're like, no, nah, I just whipped it up real quick. You know, it's like, okay. You know, it, but the, we have to understand though, is that some of you have a funnel that has a lot of holes in it. <laughs> so if you go to pour something in like a legit funnel, you know, and it has a bunch of holes in it, how many, how, what's going to come out the bottom of it? Like next to That's nothing, because yeah. it's going to escape before it drips down to it. So you just just make sure that whatever you're doing, you need to look at the numbers. How many people went to our landing page? Like if you're trying to get opt-ins, like, oh, I spent $100 on ads, but it's not working. Okay, well, let's look at the ad first. Is it a compelling promise? Did it make people want to click? Mm-hmm. That's its job, is to get people curious and click. What's the promise? Then, okay, a whole bunch of people did click, but they didn't opt in. Okay, well, there's probably the leaky bucket. So there where are you not delivering on your promise? Because your ad made some kind of promise. And then when they got there, they didn't opt in. So apparently you didn't deliver on the promise there. So what is that? Let's get that ratio up. Because if you get that ratio up, everything else is easier. You get better qualified people in the front of your funnel. You need less people on the back end. You know, you don't need to work with as many, as many people. So, sorry, I'm getting off my, uh, I just want to inspire you to to look at your numbers. Look at your numbers. (laughs) Now it's convenient. Awesome. Was that helpful, Zazim? Yes. Thank you. Tell us about perspective, right? So thank you. I appreciate all the feedback. If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live Zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.